Hello! Alright. Episode 6. Wow. Music. This is like the most exciting episode we've ever done. I can see you're barely able to contain yourself. Oh, I'm so excited, mate. Yeah. Do, you, do you want to know why? You're like a bottle of cola that's all been shook up. <laughs> With like some Mentos in the top. Yeah, sherbet, sherbet jammed in the top. Yeah, mate. Well, I we've got... got I got um, a detention at school for doing that once. You got a detention for putting sherbet in the top of someone... What, your own drink? Well, I didn't know what it would do. What did it do? Explode. It went bananas. Have you done the Mentos rocket thing? No, but I, I gather oh, it's a similar sort it's of brilliant. thing. Yeah, you have to use Diet Coke, and then you get like sellotape. Put about six Mentos on the sellotape. Six. We use six. Me and Mark, we were doing it in the park one day, and then yeah, slam it, bottle top down onto the floor, and it shoots it off. Goes into like space. A rocket is amazing. The amount of times me and Mark nearly got killed, brained by this bottle of Coke. But yeah, that's a little story for the start there. Yeah, Mentos rockets. Don't try that at home, kids. No. Um, but today we've got. Um, a very special quiz. We have a veritable smorgasbord of attractions today. Mm. We've got the Crystal Palace quiz. Andrew's an avid eagle. And uh, our friend Paul Perkins, another large football fan, has uh, decided to test his, test his wits. So that'll be coming up a little bit later. So any Palace fans, and I know quite a few of them, obviously, I'm going to be tagging you in this so you can see what Andrew, how he does. All right, so that's coming up. But on a slightly sadder note, we should probably talk about David Bowie. Yeah. Like two weeks ago, we, well, I don't know when it was now, Mo, Lemmy was like two episodes ago, I should say. Had to say goodbye to him. And now, sadly, David Bowie as well. Yes. Yeah. It, it, uh, it sucks. Yeah. Basically. It really, really does. Um, you know, and he wasn't old either. No. Was he, was he 69, was yeah. it? Yeah. So Lemmy was 70, David Bowie 69. Yeah. It's not good. It's been a bad start. Like, well, bad end to the year, bad start to the year. So, yeah, hopefully it'll get better. Yeah. But I think, you know, let us try and take solace in the remarkable catalogue he left behind. Indeed. And, yeah, one thing I, would, I, I, I did want to say about this is it's important, I think, that when people pass away, obviously it's very sad and you get all these um, tributes like displayed and things, but I think it's important as well that so kind of you gotta try and appreciate these people while they're here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like because it's it was just, it was weird. Do you remember when Steve Irwin passed away? They he was the guy Crocodile. who annoyed the animals, wasn't he? <laughs> well, yeah. I wouldn't say he annoyed the animals. Well, they got annoyed. Well, you know. Frequently. Either way, when he passed away, I like it, everyone was going mad about it, and I was I, no one had ever spoke. None of my friends had ever spoke to me about him before. Whereas I I had like a collect, I had recorded some of his shows off TV back when there was video. And like, I used to love him, and it was kind of like, I just felt like there was a lot of, I don't know, bandwagoning. Like, oh, poor old Steve Owens. Like, yeah, but did you really pay attention to him when he was here? Like, you know, I know David Bowie, obviously we did. Yeah. But it's just one of them things. I posted a thing a while ago, actually, about David Attenborough as well. Just saying, 
this exact thing that we should acknowledge him now because yeah. he's getting on a bit and it's going to be very sad when he passes away. I think the, in, the really astonishing thing about Barry <coughs> is, though, that obviously when Lemmy passed away, primarily the outpouring of, of, of you know, of feeling primarily came from the hard rock and metal communities. Yeah. With Bowie, it's every musical community seems to have responded to it, you know, the metal world, the pop world, the indie world, oh, completely. Uh, the prog world, and various it, and other also, worlds, you know. I don't think there was a single sphere of <clears throat> modern popular music that he didn't influence in some way. Exactly. Yeah, he did it all, did the whole lot. Well, there we go. We'll miss you, David Bowie. He went to my school as well, by the way. He was a local boy, wasn't he? To Ravenswood, yeah. So I feel quite privileged he to had have his, uh, shared that with him. He had his uh, wedding reception at the Swan. Mm-hmm. His name above the railway as well. Next to Ernest Hemingway. Yes. Is, this, is that a sign still there? I would. I hope so. Yeah. I haven't actually checked since the the change in well, management. We should uh, next time we're there. We should, we should inspect it. it. Yeah, we should. We'll what take if, a photo of it. Yeah, yeah, for posterity. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah. Well, if you hear this, and you've taken it down, You're make in. sure you get it back up before we come round again. Yeah. And I come round there a lot. So. Yeah. So. <laughs> chop chop. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So yeah, I've got a ton of questions as well because I was asking people in the pub this week. So I've got like multiple questions for each person. So um, oh, you're in for a treat. Oh, well, there's lots coming up, mate. Lots coming up. So yeah, um, one thing I did want to talk about was this conversation we had on um, the old Facebook. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. um, which which I, I kind of wanted to you to save this for the podcast because it was about. I think I called you a horse. Yeah, that confused me a little bit yeah and it did lead to a rather a slightly surreal conversation we had a bit of a back and forth but uh, as is as is the way with Facebook Messenger um, it saves a record of these conversations so uh, well the main point of it was I wanted you to it led on to this thing about giving horses polos yeah and I, <laughs> I wanted you to share that with people because I, I, I know I've heard before that horses love a polo, mm. but I don't know about anyone actually going out and giving horses actually, polos. And well, you said yeah, you it had... was it wasn't like it's not like something I do for a hobby. You know, <laughs> that, that, that would be right up your street. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> should, we, should we give the listeners a bit of context? All right, go and give some context just so okay, they know why so this came up. Okay, so this yeah. is the uh, verbatim. This is the conversation Chris and I had the other day. Mm. Okay, it gets a little um, vituperative. Oh, nice. Oh, shit. Someone's been uh, doing their revision, haven't they? Oh, mate. Did you find the notebook? (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah, you bloody did, didn't you? Well, come on, let's let's crack on. Okay. Might surprise you again later. So, quote Mr. Finnis. Mm. You sent George the doings yet? The doings? You're turning into me. Sorry. Yes, the links to the earlier podcasts, you horse. I am not a horse. The way you're reading it. (laughs) <laughs> Does George have an email I can send him to? I sent it to you in this thread, you horse. Yeah, horse I, again. And uh, I think you're quoting George at this point. I have unlimited space on my SoundCloud account. I'm happy to put everything up on the la de yada 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 Yep. And then I said, is horse a new thing that kids say? <laughs> yes, it means you suck cocks for bread rolls. <laughs> to which I replied, are you drunk? Mm. Chris says, no, lol. Just listening to Pussifer and feeling lively. Incidentally, for those of you who don't know, Pussifer are a rock band that Chris likes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. To which I replied, that insult makes no sense at all. If a horse was going to suck cocks, he'd do it for <laughs> polo mints, not bread rolls. <laughs> this is why it came up, yeah. basically. To which Chris responds, you'd know, eh? <laughs> 
in my head I was saying it more like you'd know hey hey to which I replied mate have you ever presented a roll of polos to a horse they go positively bonkers yeah right I want this story to be told on the podcast (laughs) you're not in your right mind tank (laughs) seriously did I ever tell you about the time I gave the horse a polo mint yes this has to be shared I'm adding it to the the to-do list now to which I said it's not that interesting save it make it interesting no willies were involved at any stage of the proceedings. <laughs> Why do willies need to be involved to make something interesting? You brought it up. Exchanging bread rolls for cocksucking. Maybe you should tell the story. Okay, I'll tell the story about you giving the horse polos. There will definitely be willies involved if I tell it. Turn it in, you good insult, bro. Got any chutney to go with that cheese? Yeah. To which I said, huh, cliche much? You're on thin ice, sunshine. At this point, I corrected Chris on his grammar because he forgot the apostrophe. Oh, like a go. complete dunce. So, so I said, comma required. Otherwise, you'll have to explain what ice sunshine is. Blah, 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 blah. And then it just turned into, generated into a bit of a slanging match, didn't it? Yeah. I yeah, mean. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, got, it did get quite interesting. It's like some interesting uh, exchanges towards the end of it. The rules of grammar, laddie, exist so that sentences may be clearly communicated and, moreover, properly understood. No need for the comma after and, prick. Understand that. <laughs> Overruled. Commas can be interchangeable with parentheses. You're interchangeable from anus to ange- anus. Ha! Non sequitur. Ergo sum victor. Yeah. Etc, etc. Um, God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. Here's the story about the horses and the poems. Yeah, go on then. Yeah, you're in, you're in for a riveting time. I can't wait to hear this. When I was very, very young, and my brother was also very young, uh, from time to time we'd go and stay with our grandparents and they'd take us for a walk through the woods, which was sort of connected to their back garden. Towards the end of the walk, we went past some fields with some horses in it and... Usually, they'd bring some polo mints along to give to the horses, and that was it. That was it. But my recollection is that the horses got very excited at the polo mints. Oh, really? I wonder why that is. I've no, I, I guess about. they like the taste. Well, maybe. It's yeah. weird, though. And, that. yeah, of course, you know, when a horse eats a polo mint out of your bare hands, obviously, they don't do it very elegantly. You get you get slobbered on, basically. <laughs> quite you spectacularly. Loved it. You yeah, loved yeah, it, yeah, yeah, But, really uh, yeah. While, while you're telling us, I'm going to bust out the hobnobs for your tea. Yep. Oh, good man. But yeah, so my other recollection is my granddad saying after after all the polos were gone, right, for God's sake, don't touch anything until you've washed your hands. Yeah. Yeah. Very sensible. Mm-hmm. There you go. You're a weirdo. Um, that 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 was literally <laughs> it. You know, I did I did say it wasn't that interesting. All right. Well, yeah. Thanks for that. Uh, yeah. Anyway, should we bust into some questions? Yeah. Let's. We're gonna do the. Uh, we'll be here all day, otherwise. We're gonna do the quiz in about fifteen minutes. So we'll do some questions now and then bust that out. So Paul Perkins, the the man who's devised this quiz quiz for you. Well, good. He's got a couple of questions this week. Um, firstly, he wants to know your top three brands of tea. Keep in mind, right now you are. What am I drinking? I think it's Tetley. That's a Tetley, I believe. Okay. Would that be in your top three? Let me think. I typically my favourite is uh, PG. PG tips. PG tips. I think tips. you had that last week, actually. Oh right. Mm. Why? Why did you change? No, yeah, you know. Mixing okay. it up, mixing it up, mate. Just to just to keep me on my toes. Yeah, exactly. Right? One okay. day we should do a taste thing, actually. See if I can taste. Oh, the difference. brilliant! 
Brilliant. We'll uh, do that. An on-air taste test. Yeah, I'll make three. I'll make three cups of tea, and you have to tell me which is which. Uh, oh, brilliant! A blind test. I'm going to start doing a quiz every week. There you go. That's, that's maybe the next one. maybe to add an extra element of danger, you should make it double blind. What? So like, you say you say to me, these are three different kinds of tea. Yeah. But it's actually a trick. There's only one kind of tea. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's to see. Well, I might do that. We'll see. Well, now that I've anticipated it, it won't work. Well, what if I don't? I might not do that. Mm. I might, I might, or I might have two that are the same in one. See, you're not going to know. But we'll do that next week. Triple Maybe. blind. Triple blind, yeah. Wow. Yeah, mate. Oh, great. So, yeah, top brands of tea. Go on. Um, well, like, so P- likes PG's, PG's, PG's up there, right? Um, yeah, to be honest, I'm not, I'm not particularly precious about the brand of tea. I think really the the key thing is the the brew the quality of the brew because yeah. some some people you know some people produce cups of tea where it's like you'd be surprised to learn later on that the tea had even been in the same room as the bag you know what I mean <laughs> oh how's that one how that's pretty that's pretty good actually that's good. pretty good but you know I think everyone at some point in their life has has to endure a really oh, yeah. pusillanimous cup of tea. <laughs> The words, the words. Oh, mate. But you you know what I mean? And you you kind of smile politely and and drink it down, but you're not enjoying it. Yeah. And you're you're deep down quite angry. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but uh, (laughs) for the sake of answering the question, uh, PG, Tetley's, Yorkshire. Sweet. There you go. Well done. There you go, Paul. Good answer. Uh, His other question uh, was, who's your favourite drummer? Ooh. Come on, mate. What? Come on. What? Oh come on! You what? know, yeah, go on. What? What's your answer? There are a lot of drummers. Don't worry about offending other people either. Like they won't. Like no. One, Who's yeah. going to get offended? Well, you know, I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a very, very good question because yeah, there are lots of different types of drummers, aren't mm, there? Mm, mm, Who uh, mm. serve lots of different uh, musical roles and musical purposes, sure. and sure, sure. Uh, you know. Um. Mm. I mean, how do you? Uh, I mean, you're taking a lot of fire over it. Huh? Ta- well, well, there are a lot of drummers. There are a lot of drummers I like, you know. Yeah, but you know, come on, <laughs> come on, mate. You make right, yeah. just, just just stop it, right? <laughs> um, who's your favourite drummer, mate? Yeah. Come on. Oh dear. Am I allowed to make a short list maybe of favourite drummers? Would that would that would that do? I suppose if you need to. Yeah, okay. Well I love I don't uh, know why you need to. Absolutely love JP Gaster of Clutch. Cool. And mm. in fact actually I think one of the things which I uh, one of the common sort of features amongst the drummers I really, really like. Well, they got a fine head of hair and, you know, a few toes, like no, make, I don't make a good cup of tea. I, I, well, I don't know if JP Gaster has any tattoos, and I've never uh, drunk a cup of tea uh, of his, so I, I mean, can tell you on that mm, on that score. Um, uh, but I suppose the, the, the common thread with drummers I really, really like are guys who are really, really technically proficient, but but nice the key you, thing it's is nice of you to say, man. but deliberately don't play at capacity the entire time they're sort of intelligent yeah, enough yeah. musically don't to, to over, know over egg the custard yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I mean you don't yeah, want yeah. some over energizer bunny in the background no, going sure, bang sure. bang 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 the whole sure, time do you sure I mean, so, um, I mean what, where would you be then I don't know mate who else I mean 
I like Gavin Harrison of Porcupine Tree. Okay, cool. But I mean, if we're talking about like <laughs> genres, so let's 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 narrow it down. You think you're someone Do a bit closer to home? Yeah, you know, yeah. someone you might have played with, or maybe even still play with. I mean, there's got to be someone. Well, Jason's not that good on the drums. No, no. I'm thinking someone's got more hair. <laughs> yeah, Jason's growing his hair though, isn't he? I mean, we haven't seen him for a few weeks. Well, I've not seen him for a few weeks, but no. uh, you know. Yeah, I saw him like yesterday. It, it looked pretty. Fine, mate. It looked. Is he? Is he? Is he still growing it? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. People that don't know, I should probably mention. Me and Jason have a bet. Um, we've made a bet at Matt Matt um, Matt Label's uh, wedding, and it was basically if he can go without cutting his hair until his next birthday, which is the day after my birthday, July the ninth then I'll give him £50. But if he cuts it off beforehand, then he owes me £50. So basically, um, if you see Jason, just you know, make a little comment on his hair, tell him it makes him look rubbish, and uh, I'll, share the, I'll share the winnings with I think with it's you. fair to say that his... Drinks will be on me. I think it's fair to say that he's at the awkward phase of growth. <laughs> exactly. That's even brilliant. Yeah. It's, well, yeah, anyone, anyone, who's, anyone who's ever grown their hair long will know that there's a really, oh, yeah. really deeply irritating intermediate phase oh, where yeah, it's yeah. neither one thing nor the other yeah, and just yeah. impossible to keep under control oh, and make it good yeah. so you know but, and um, that's where he is right now but anyway <laughs> yeah so who's your favorite who's your all-time you know who's your all-time favorite wow well that's that's a question and a half isn't it yeah mate uh well who have we said so far jp gaster you've got the drummer from clutch drummer from porcupine tree yeah gavin harrison Give him um, one more, one more. Am I only allowed one? Yeah, let's just do one more. Oh, wow. choice is obvious, I mean, you know. Um, Going around the houses a bit, beating around the bush, but you know. Well, you know, there's a lot of a lot of people to choose Come from. Come on, man! <laughs> Jesus. Come on. Um, I'm going to say... Yeah? Buddy Rich. Because, right, next question. Because he's, exhi yeah, because yeah, he's yeah. exhibit A. Sure, yeah, I'm sure he's great. Let's go. Next question. Are you a bit? Are you a bit upset? No, no, no. Whatever. You're not offended at all. Uh, it's fine. No, I ain't fussed. No. Like, I mean, do you, why, you, you, you reckon? Care, you reckon about your opinion? You reckon I mean, you're better than those three guys? Who, 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 I didn't bring me up, but it's nice of you to put me. In. It's well. nice of you to like, you know, even mention my name in such a in such a list. But you know, anyway, let's move on. Um, Wimp. You've done enough damage. That's it. Um, all right, Rena. <laughs> Rena wants to know, um, this could be quite deep, um, she wants to know, is it better to beg for forgiveness or ask permission? Wow. Yeah. I think... Think think carefully because you're going to have to do one or the other to me after the last question. Like, I mean... I feel, uh, okay. So what are you going to do? You gonna... Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, well, okay, well. Mm, go on. I think asking for forgiveness and sincerely apologising is definitely a good thing but I don't know if that's the same thing as begging for forgiveness no I don't know if you can beg for forgiveness well sort you, of you can I suppose but does it kind of is it ever is it ever comes across as a bit desperate obviously it's never yeah you know I think forgiveness is not something you can really beg for to be honest well you obviously can but you should. it's not yours to it's not yours really to to give is it well, you, it's no. not. It's not up to you. No, it's not. Well, I'd say, you, would you say it's better to um, ask 
but ask permission. Well, asking know. permission is also a good thing as well. Mm. You know, I think they're both very respectable qualities in people. But I would guess, you know, but Fair you enough. know, I, yeah, I think it's there's something slightly. Uh, well, I don't know. It depends. Well, I mean, say, I'm, I'm say imagine... there was a, a vicissitude in. Um, <laughs> You've definitely the, found um, the opposite, <laughs> in in a situation such as the one we've just found ourselves in after the drama question. You know. You'd find yeah, more... I'm finding that your your <laughs> demeanour is a bit is quite has become quite opprobrious all of a sudden. Oh, so many words this week. I'm even contributing. It's great. Yeah. All right. Well, her other question was: if you won or inherited a cool million bucks, how would you spend it? What would you do with that? What currency? Let's say pounds, because we're okay. Well, you said bucks. That confused well, me a little bit. Know, I'm just you know. Um. Well. Um. I guess the first thing is, I'd. Uh, Buy myself somewhere to live outright. Yeah. You know. Fair enough. Nothing, nothing, nothing major. Security. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You'll know then that you're always going to have a roof over your head. Yeah, straight. So, you know. Um, so that's, that's important. Um, I guess I'd probably help out, you know, family as well. Yeah. Not that any of them are in like dire financial peril or anything like that. No. But, you know, obviously. No, yeah. So you. Se- several of them have mortgages <coughs> and, and whatnot, and you know. Pay them off. Yeah, pay them off. Yeah. And, so you buy yeah. yourself a house, help out the family. Yeah. Anything else? Um. I don't know. Go on holiday, I suppose. Go on holiday. Where would you go? A bit. Where would you go? Somewhere hot. Somewhere hot. Well, we're going to Ibiza later this year. We are. Yeah. Plug, 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 plug. plug, plug. Yeah, plug, yeah, yeah. Plug. We should we should we explain. Oh, go on in. Well, if you want. Nah, Shameless plug. I don't, I, well, no, maybe we shouldn't. Maybe they don't want to know about the amazing gig we're playing in Ibiza. <laughs> maybe they don't. In, in May. Yeah. <laughs> in May. With yeah, the yeah, Hard yeah. Rock Hell Road Trip. Yeah, actually. Uh, with such legendary bands as. Uh, <laughs> Diamond Head. Diamond Head. And yeah, I yeah. think the Tigers of Pantang are playing as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. As well yeah. as current favourites like Hayseed, Dixie, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Black Spiders. Mm. They definitely won't be interested in that. Nah, no. nah. Don't worry about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't let it bother you. See you there. <laughs> um, cool uh, Ross Lefley uh, my good friend from school another another uh, chap who went to Ravenswood with David Bowie same school all good what's going on Ross um, he wants to know why people put mugs in the cupboard face up and glasses in the cupboard face down it's a bit of a weird one I've never seen anyone do that have you I've got to be honest I, I think I do do that yeah really? mugs mugs well maybe you should answer this then I don't yeah but I don't really know it's not. It's it's just something. I wasn't aware people did that. It's one of them weird sort of things that it's just in your subconscious. I think I just go to the cupboard. And I'm just used to it. Things maybe it's like maybe most, it's just from growing up. Maybe most like, glass tumblers they're actually heavier on the bottom. Aren't yeah. They? Right. So if you put them upside down, da- <coughs> pardon me. If you put them upside down, um, the there's much more potential for calamitously overbalancing them and breaking them on the floor. So that makes absolutely no sense. I know. We're all Which is probably why he wants to know why people do it. Yeah. Maybe he's well, had a calamity at home. Have you had a bit of a disaster, Ross? I think he might have. Yeah. Ross, I'm sorry for whatever happened to you, yeah. mate, that's led to this question. But Make make sure that, you know, hoover up the uh, hoover up the entire room. Yes, yes. You know, because when you do smash a glass on the floor, it gets everywhere. Yeah. And you'll Mike. be finding bits of it from here till Christmas. <laughs> might cause someone a, a malady. And yeah, um, keep all pets out of the room until you've hoovered every last nook and cranny. Oh, yeah, mate. Cool. Oh, this one's... Uh, actually, yeah, we'll do this one just before the quiz because it's football-related and then oh we're moving God. on to the quiz. So this is uh, Liam McFarlane. Mc, Mc, McFarlane. He wanted to. He wants you to explain the offside rule. Yeah, OK. Well, uh, a player, an attacking player, is 
in an offside position when he is closer to the goal line than at least two defending players at the moment when the ball is played through to him. Very good answer. There you go. Very good answer. Um, it's, right. but I, you know, a lot of people tend to assume, hang on, isn't it at least one defending player? Mm. But the answer is, usually the goalie is the player closest to the goal line. Usually. Yeah, yeah. So people, people sometimes misinterpret it as meaning... Uh, Hasn't it got to be one defending player? It's actually, it's actually two. So if for some bizarre reason the goalie is up the other end of the pitch, mm. you would actually need to be behind two defensive players in order to be in an onside position. So there, there you go. go. There you go, Liam. But the crucial point is it's at the moment the ball is played yes. to you. Yes. So the through pass is perfectly legal. And yeah. we've seen much, much beautiful football over yes. the years as a result of this. Indeed. Right, let's do our, um, let's do our, our quiz, shall we? Oh, uh, are you ready? This is the moment. The old Crystal Palace quiz. Yes. Oh dear. Um, so basically, um, why why has Paul Perkins decided that I need to be quizzed? Does he think I'm not real? <laughs> does he think you're not a real fan? Yeah. No, I'm sure he does. He just wants to test your. Because uh, I would say, you know, Crystal Palace is a slightly odd choice for a glory team. You know. Oh, well, I mean, doing well right now, right? But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, let's not go into that. Let's okay. just see how you do. All right. Um, so uh, here to introduce the quiz is um, famous face. Well, uh, not that you can see it. But. No, but he's here. He's he's been here a while. He's been keeping quiet in the corner. Mr. Roy Hodgson, how you doing, Roy? Oh, hello, hello, lads. Hello, Roy. How's you doing? How you doing, Roy? Yeah, things good with England. Yeah, yeah, you know, Wayne, Wayne Wooney, my good friend. Uh, he's uh, doing very well, playing at the old Wembley Stadium. Good luck, Andrew, in the Crystal Palace quiz. And uh, yeah, let's hit some music. Roy, have you been hanging around in South Africa lately? <laughs> Play the music. Right, so yeah, here we are, the quiz, the Crystal Palace quiz, devised by Paul Perkins. You mean Roy Hodgson? No, no, devised by Paul, oh. introduced by Roy. Oh. See you later, Roy. And uh, yeah, read by me. Um, oh, is that it? Is he got, is he, is he's off now. He's off. He's off. See you later, how Roy. How much are we paying him for that, then? Boy, lads. Boy, lads. What was his appearance fee for just saying hello? <laughs> Couple of hobnobs, mate. That's all he wanted. Mm, wow. Fair yeah. enough. Right, so are you ready? Are you fucking ready, mate? All the Palace fans, all the Eagles. <laughs> ready as I'll ever be. Oh, here we go. Right, so you get... It's basically there's five questions and a bonus question. Ooh. Okay, so we'll do it every um, every answer you get correctly. You win ten eagles. Okay. Wow. So you want ideally you want sixty by the end. Okay. All right. Okay. Here we go. Strap on your palace hat. Um, question one: Who was the first Crystal Palace player to score in a World Cup? Milo Jedinak. Great start. Okay. Um, Question two. How many league goals did Ian Wright score for Crystal Palace? And there's three options. Ooh. A, 100. B, 90. Or C, 110. B. Doing great here, mate. All right. <laughs> right. This one you should get. Um, question three. Who originally released Glad All Over in 1963? Uh, it was the Dave Clark Five. Correct. Everyone knows that. Well done. Um, question four. Crystal Palace were relegated with a record low points tally 
in the 97 to 98 season, how many points did they get? Was it A, 28, B, 36, or C, 33? It was! One question remaining and then the bonus question. Oh, bonus question, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, Alright, this one's quite recent, so, well, reasonably recent. Um, question five, what was the score in the first leg at Selhurst against Watford in the playoff semi-final in 2006? 2006. Mm. 3 0. Oh man, this has gone well. <laughs> Paul's probably loving it. Um, anyway, okay, so for the bonus question, okay, this question I'm going to say is worth 60 Eagles. What was um, Crystal Palace's record loss? Our record loss? Yes. We got absolutely train wrecked by Liverpool at some point in the 80s. Yeah, I think 89. It, yeah. Was it, yeah, was, was it nine nil? It was. Yeah, I do remember that. Sixty one. Eagles. Whee! Well done, mate. Well done. So yeah, <laughs> there you go. That was the uh, the Crystal Palace quiz. Um, cheers for that, Paul. That was quite fun. Uh, yeah, let's 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 book it. I think he took particular glee in that last question, didn't he? <laughs> of course he did. Yeah, because Paul Perkins inexplicably supports Liverpool, in spite yeah, of the yeah. fact that oh, he's going to be arguments. In spite of the fact that, as far as I'm aware, he grew, was born and raised in the Bromley area. We'll get on to that point, but first, let's okay. play the music again. Book in the quiz next time. We'll do the tea quiz. Music. Now we've got a question from Dan Cox that he actually gave me live in the pub, so uh, I'm not going to ask the question, Dan is, so, question. Right, Mr Matthews, what is the meaning of defenestration? You better answer this, Andrew. You fucking better. So there you go, Andrew. Defenestration. It means chucking someone out a window. It does. <laughs> that's actually that's actually true. I didn't just make that up. That's yeah. Because I, I, I didn't know. Well, he told me in the pub and I was like, I didn't know there was a word for that. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. So if you're ever in need of a word for that, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Now you know. You're going to defenestrate someone. No, it's not really nice. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go, Dan. Cheers for that. Um, Daniel Chalmers, she wants to know, if a vampire bites a zombie, does the zombie become a vampire? Or does the... Um, Vampire will become a zombie. Wow. Zombie. I mean, it depends. Uh, would, you know, is there any sort of particular vampire law that we're sort of adhering to for this question? Well, let's, let's see your opinion. You must have a... There's obviously certain things I that mean, go with... Different, different, vampire. different <clears throat> vampire stories will have their own view on this, right? Oh, they? yeah, of course. I mean, Bram Stoker will have his own... But what would be your... Anne Rice would have a, mm -hmm. her own take on the whole thing. What would be your opinion? Um, well, why can't it be both? What, so they'd both just swap? So yeah. one might, the vampire will become a zombie. Yeah, a zombie yeah. It a might be a nice sort of uh, exchange for them. That could just go on indefinitely, though. They could just keep biting each other and swapping. Yeah, yeah. Or I maybe see, they'd become like a super... Yeah, now that, now, that I meant, now that you mention it, I do seem to vaguely recall... Do you remember the real Ghostbusters? Mm, not sure. The real Ghostbusters was a spin-off cartoon series of the popular movie, Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's basically the cartoon series. Yeah, I do remember off. the cartoon series. I vaguely seem to recall that there was actually a very similar situation to the one okay. described. Uh, it was sort of, uh, I think it was, they ended up in a 
load of vampires versus a load of werewolves situation. Oh, right. And it was sort of like, which of them can like bite the most of the other team first? Oh, right. So like, you know, vampires were producing more vampires yeah. and the werewolves were producing more werewolves. It's almost like the way coral battles each other in the sea. It's yeah. Just whoever can like devour the other one first wins. Yeah, it's, it was... Uh, uh, yeah. I don't remember what the outcome of the... Uh, well, maybe with zombies and vampires, like if a vampire bit a zombie, it would become a zombie vampire or something. Mm. Possibly. Yeah, I mean, why can't you be both? Well, there you go. Why can't you be a vampire and a zombie? Well, there you go. There's, he's answered your question with another question, Daniel. Why can't you be both? Yeah. Good, good, good stuff. Um, all right. <clears throat> Elliot. Elliot Guyot. I'm going to say happy birthday again to Elliot because I was out of him on the weekend. Oh. Absolutely ruined. Happy birthday, old 21st Jack. as well. Uh, happy birthday, young chap, then. Yes, young chap indeed. Um, but for a young chap, he's got quite an intriguing question. He wants to know why men's nipples aren't censored on TV and online and things, and women's are. Well, here's the thing. It does appear to be a double standard, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are women's chests sort of <clears throat> sexualised in a way that men's aren't? Interesting. Yeah. Um... I can only assume. I can. I guess the only sensible answer to that is it's an historic double standard, really, isn't it? Yeah. Did you see the video online recently of the guy having a go at the woman breastfeeding? I heard about it. I didn't see it, but it was, I heard about it. It was ridiculous. But I, I hear that it was sort of meant to be a sort of experiment, like they were both actors or something like that. Yeah, I did see that as well. Yeah, and but they were sort of just gauging. The reactions of Around, bystanders to the yeah, situation yeah. And, and all the rest. Because I mean, it was if he wasn't an actor, it was just absurd. Like he was just telling her to change carriage in the train on a Whereas, moving tube train. Yeah, that's not only impossible and but dangerous. <laughs> well, Actually, no, it's possible, but it's extremely dangerous. Yeah, especially the with a, a baby, with a small baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, "Why couldn't he just go and sit somewhere else?" Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. pretty easily. If you're offended by something, but someone has the right to do it in public, then you just need to walk away. Well, I mean, I think, I think, I think also. I mean, why would you be offended by something? Well, I know something as innocuous as feeding a baby. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Elliot. And, and I think the answer, Elliot, is there is no good reason. No. So there you go. So we're basically saying, free the nipples. Let them all be seen. <laughs> yeah, nipples. Um, okay, Chrissy. Chrissy Gillen. He wants to know: Do you have a name for? self-grooming and I think in particular he's talking about your downstairs region the old, the old John Thomas <laughs> yeah do you have a name for it like no I don't have a specific term well I, I, like it doesn't come up often but I mean if 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 I was if I was going to say to you like you know oh are you um have you uh you know self-groomed recently would you be would you have anything to say like well I did you know trim the hedge or <laughs> you know um, no see I think I find I actually find euphemisms like this weird you know what I mean <laughs> yeah do, do you know what I mean I, I think the thing is if you're sort of like if you come out and just say have you uh, have you given your bollocks a trim lately <laughs> that to me sounds like <laughs> Who's coming out and saying that? Well, no, no, nobody is, right? But to me, that sounds a lot less awkward than saying, so, um, have you groomed the old undercarriage lately? Yeah, there you know. go. That, do, do, do you know what I mean? I, think, I find those sort of euphemisms a bit... Uh, yeah, well, it's just, you know, you've got to be prepared. Someone might ask you in the pub. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean obviously, it's, it's... I mean, I guess you, you couldn't really sort of 
you'd have to know the person fairly well before you ask, start asking yeah. them those sorts of questions to begin with, right? It's like them things but, like where people would be like, oh, you heard about uh, John, eh? Yeah, he likes his toast done on three sides. Things like that, and you're supposed to know what, what I mean. Well, that's what I mean. You'd go, what? What the hell are you talking about? But it's like, Does that actually mean something? Or you no, they just made it up. Okay. But it's just one of them things where someone's got a name for something, do you know what I mean? Mm. And then you're like, oh, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Speak English. <laughs> so, yeah. I guess, um, Chrissy, I'd say, well, Andrew said... Has he uh, trimmed his undercarriage? I mean, so, did, did Chrissy actually want to know? Or? I think so. Oh, right. Well, he was asked a question. Mind your own business. <laughs> oh! Oh, there you go, Chrissy. He's been... <laughs> he's averted that one. Yeah. Mind your own business, Chrissy. All right. Not very nice, but yeah, fair enough. Um, Katie Golden wanted to know, do you have a preference in your... in a tie colour that you would wear? Or preference or of tie colour? Yeah. What, what, was, what was the actual question? What um, colour tie would you wear? Now, keep in mind we're in the pub drunk. So what colour? Just... If, if, you, if you had to wear a tie, what colour would it be? Yeah. Okay, well... I'm going to say straight away, you probably... I, I wouldn't see you wearing just a normal colour tie. I'd see you wearing some sort of novelty tie, like the way you have your socks. Oh, today, are they just black socks today? Uh, grey, I think. Yeah, just grey socks. Just grey socks. Or blue, that sort of weird... That kind of weird hybrid between dark blue and grey that socks sometimes are. Yeah. There you go. So, yeah... No novelty. No, no novelty. No novelty sock. So you, you, would you not have a novelty tie then? Uh, Cause you're in a bow tie actually. Thing is, you you need the other sartorial accoutrements to go with it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you can't just wear a bow tie on its own. Yeah, you not, need the not, not unless you're a member of the Chippendales. You need obviously. the correct habiliments. Very good. <laughs> very good. Very good. You're learning. Oh mate, I love it. Yeah. See, uh, this podcast is good for me. Yeah. <laughs> I've busted out some great words. Yeah, where was the notebook, incidentally? It was no it was the notebook that I was actually writing the questions down in each week. I, uh, I, I, I was flicking through to find a blank page and I found it. So it just happened just by chance to be the same notebook. Yeah, and you it didn't even realise. I didn't realise. No. Wow. So it's kind of like it's that's fate. a nice that's a nice story. Isn't it, it is. Yeah, it's <laughs> a nice story. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, just just keep in mind, everyone. Um. We've got Andrew's joke coming up, and if you listen to last week's, it was very disappointing. So um, this week he's promised brought, me uh, that it's a lot better. Brought shame and dishonour on the, yes. on the uh, podcast. He let me down last week, so I'm hoping you brought the goods this week, basically. Well, it's been an epic quest for redemption. Good. But you will not be disappointed. It's a humdinger. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Um, I should say as well, Katie, in regards to the... After telling me about... Um, giving me the question about the the uh, tie. She told me about a dream she had about you and she wanted to, me oh, to really? say it because <laughs> because um, she wanted me to bring it up because um, she wanted to know the subconscious effect that this podcast is having on people, okay. like, particularly her. She yeah. said she had a dream that you were um you you were like designing like hippie clothes, <laughs> like cardigans and sweaters, like all multicolored, but she said your speciality was socks. <laughs> So like that's that might be something. Maybe the fact that episode was it or the Christmas episode where I spoke about your socks because you had the Star Wars. One. I had um, I had a pair of Yoda socks on. You did, I? but you yeah. also had some Star Wars ones at one point. I think. Yeah, Yoda is Star Wars. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, I mean no, because you had the Yoda ones, on, but mate. you had the CP three O one, didn't you? C three PO. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I meant. I know they're both Star Wars. Sorry. Um, well, there, so, yeah, there we go. You're having an effect, and people sleep can't get away from you. I can't apologise enough. I'm so sorry. <laughs> So yeah. What was the, oh we were talking about ties, weren't we? Yeah, you haven't actually answered the question. Yeah, well the thing is it's like one, it depends on the other stuff you're wearing, and two, it depends on the situation as well. I mean, I would you wear you wouldn't wear a bow tie to a job interview, would you? 
Uh, unless, yeah. unless it was for like uh, a college professor job or something like that. Yeah. You know, maybe then you could get away with it. Yeah. Or, um, you know, just depends time and place. I mean, I th- I, I'm not a big fan of novelty ties personally. No. Um, reason being is because there was a really creepy teacher at my old school. Oh, okay. who, who wore novelty tyres. Oh, right. Put you off the idea. Yeah, he was just... Uh, yeah, he was sort of... In what way was he creepy? Did he used to come up behind you and like rub your shoulders while you were like... He was, you know... <laughs> you know just, just fair to say that... Yeah, just creepy. <laughs> I kind of want to know more, but... I feel like we're pushing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he, was, he, was, he behaved quite inappropriately around... Some of the girls, basically. Oh, okay. You know, and so I think for that reason, novelty you know, tires. Novelty always... tires will always have that association for me, I'm afraid. Right. And so, I, so, you know, if I mean, if you're aware of novelty tires at home, I'm not trying to tie you with the same brush, obviously. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, don't do that. that. But I'm just explaining why I don't personally wear them. So I mean, I suppose, apart from anything else, I don't really wear tires anyway. Your favourite colour is green, though, isn't it? Yeah. So you'd wear a green tie, maybe. I can't imagine. A green, what shade of green would work on a tie though? Well, you know, just a nice. I mean, would you have to wear a green suit to go with it? Ugh, I don't know about that. <laughs> That'd be a bit much, wouldn't it? Um, I should just say, this isn't technically a question for the podcast, but we've had, I've had a question live okay. from um, Dougie C. Hey, Doug. Hey, Doug. He wanted to know are we, are we doing any of the boat parties while at the Hard Rock Hill road trip in Ibiza in May that we definitely didn't plug earlier? What's that? Are we doing any of the boat parties? Yeah, what's, what's, what's the boat party? I imagine it's a party on a boat, mate. Sweet. So are we going to do them? Well, if, 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 the, op- to him now, if the option's there, then yeah, that'd be cool. Okay, sweet. So yeah, I'm going to reply to him now on here. Uh, yeah, we'll be, we'll be partying up on a boat, won't we? Yeah, I like boats. <laughs> good. I like um, parties. Yeah. Combine the two, you know. Mate. Jobs are good, right? It's going to be on fleek. Hey, yes, yes, extra, you might say. It's going to be extra, mate. It's going to be extra. Yeah, mate. And if we didn't go, we'd be experiencing some FOMO. Wow. <laughs> this um, has been, we've, we've just learned so much from each other, didn't we? I know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just oh, so character building. Um, all right, George um, Grimwood, good friend, he's helping us out a lot. Um, should say before I ask his questions that um, we he's going to, all our previous episodes will soon be available to listen to again on podnose.com. So you can find them on there. All of the episodes will be on there. From yeah, there on. I should probably apologise. Um, I had a bit of a an argument with SoundCloud. Yeah, we've had a bit of technical difficulty with. Basically, um, basically, I, I, as, as you may have, some of you may have noticed, uh, some of the earlier episodes have gone missing from our SoundCloud, and it's because with with the free account, you have a limit of three hours, and by now we've been talking with this bollocks for at least six or seven, so we've uh, exceeded our limit on there. So I did try and to get uh, last week's one up. I uh, did try and delete some of the older ones yeah. to uh, make space, and SoundCloud is insisting that there isn't any space, in spite of the fact I've created plenty. But fear not. But fear not, because I still have all the old episodes saved, yep. and uh, I've sent them to George, and George will upload them. He said they should so, be up tonight, actually. Oh, fantastic. There you go, you see? So, nil desperandum. And when I say tonight, I mean Monday, because this is going out Sunday. Right. <laughs> but yeah. That wasn't at all confusing. No, never mind. Anyway, his question was, uh, what's the best place to be in the event of uh, an apocalypse? Hmm. What is the nature of this apocalypse? I mean, is, you know, are we talking 
They were talking. Uh, oh, well, let's say that a pack of. They were talking mega zombie, vol- mega vampires. volcano, no, zombie let's say, vampires. Let's, let's say zombie vampires because that leads us back onto uh, Daniel's question. Okay, thematic link, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know really. I mean, is it is this? Would you say the best place to be? I mean, is it with a view to surviving it, or is it with a view well, yeah, to just so. sort of you know your numbers up? Mm. Where are you? Where would you? Care to sort Let's of say it's if you want to survive, ride it. out your time. So okay, so it's from the point of view that, you, that you're going to try and survive the whole yeah. thing, try and ride it out. Mm-hmm. And it's zombie vampires. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm just thinking about like all the zombie films and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're all basically the same, aren't they? Well, yeah, I imagine. Well, actually, no, they're not. Well, the, the themes sometimes are usually usually similar. But um, anyone who understands zombie movies knows that the zombies are just a plot device. Yeah. The actual story is what happens between the individuals who are escaping the zombies. The zombies are meant to be a metaphor <coughs> for some other malaise. Yes. So, like, Dawn of the Dead. Um, you know, I got, you know, was, I got the zombies were meant to represent rampant consumerism. Yeah. And just quickly, you know, stuff. I got moaned at by people for not letting you finish your answers. Wow. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> because. You often go off on these tangents, and you try and like the, you make the question more well, I complicated. I didn't didn't want to say anything, mate. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm it's your it. house, and I'm drinking your tea and eating your hobnobs. Yeah, I'm but, letting you know. it go. I'm letting it go. Oh. So thanks, he said, interrupting. <laughs> yeah, mm. but I'm letting you finish. Um, but anyway, back on point. Somewhere up high. Can these vampires fly? They they can. They can fly, can't they? I've never known a vampire to be able to fly. I mean, they could. Well, they, they, turn, they turn into bats, don't they? Bats, but I mean, if they're a zombie vampire, can they do? Can they still do that? No, so for sake of argument, they can. Okay, so we're all right. So somewhere secure. Mm. <laughs> Winchester. <laughs> so being being up high will not necessarily give you a tactical mm. advantage in that respect. No. And you're only going to be safe during the hours of daylight. That's true. So really, it depends how long this apocalypse is. How long is it going to ride out? Oh, I don't know. Let's just say six months. Okay, you Until need to. Okay, in which case time. you, you know, around the <coughs> around the Arctic Circle, that uh, you get extremely long days and very short nights. Ah, I see. Where you're that's in. the best place to be. That's I would ah, say okay. that's your best chance of survival. Get there. Is to get yourselves there. Sweet. Because then you actually only have to actively be in survival mode for. A very, very short period yeah, of the day. That's, that's a good answer. Well done. Um, he also, another question from George, he said, um, if you were immortal, where would you retire? I think being mortal, immor- sorry, being immortal would entirely negate the necessity of retirement, <laughs> yeah, wouldn't it? That's what I thought when I read the question. I don't think I would. You just wouldn't retire? No. What for? Yeah. Why would you? Yeah. You might get tired. <laughs> but you're immortal. Yeah. But he, you might he get said, bored. But, he said immortal, but he hasn't said whether you age or not. So you might just keep getting really old, but you just don't die. You just kind of like Tom Hanks in the Green Mile. I've never seen that film, but thanks, oh for, thanks for thanks for ruining it for me. Well, well, I haven't ruined it for you. Trust oh. me. Just you need to watch the Green Mile. Basically, I can't believe you haven't seen the fucking Green Mile. Yeah. But um, yeah. So if you were going to get like really old, you might want to retire somewhere. You like go somewhere that's really chilled, where you don't have to exert too much energy well I mean you know I've always uh, 
I've, in my, in my, more recently, I've decided I just don't like cold weather at all. Yeah, so it'd be a bit of a pesso if there was an apocalypse and you had to go to the North Pole. That would suck. <laughs> yeah. But obviously I'd take uh, appropriate uh, appropriate uh, gear. gear. Bring your tie. Yeah. Well, I, suppose, I suppose what it really is, I don't mind... I don't mind cold weather per se, but what really kind of annoys me is living in a part of the world which is very poorly, has a very poorly designed infrastructure for dealing with bad weather when it happens. Mm. That's really what uh, annoys me, I guess, the most. Well, I saw the um, the gritters out. Yeah, I know, but it's not just the gritters. I mean, like, fair enough, obviously, in parts of the world, like, for instance, Canada. <sighs> Sorry, mate. No, no worries. But parts of the world, like for instance Canada, where obviously they do get a lot of snow, mm-hmm. there is obviously a necessity to keep the roads open. So obviously they invest fairly heavily in the uh, in in their infrastructure for dealing with it. You know, so you get the snow trucks coming out at night and digging, you know, scooping up all the snow and putting it in neat piles on the pavement. Yeah, seven feet high, ten feet high, whatever. Yeah, but you know, stuff carries on as normal. Uh, I don't like being cold. So but if you lived in a particularly cold part of the world, you'd you know, you'd stock up on clothes for dealing with it, wouldn't you? <laughs> What's this got to do with you retiring? You just saying you I wouldn't forgot, go somewhere cold. Basically, I forgot. Yeah, I wouldn't go somewhere cold. So you go Spain and be like, oh, it's lovely here. Yeah. See, this is what I think. This has probably demonstrated why Chris interrupts me. Yeah. Quite neatly. So you, all of you lot moaning at me at home for like, yeah. oh, let him finish, Chris. Let yeah, him finish. Don't don't, don't, like, get, don't get him started. I do it for Cut. a reason. Because then look, he's just spent. He's just gone into the fucking infrastructure of Canada and how they deal with <laughs> cold weather when I asked him where he'd retire if he was immortal so uh, fuck it forget it it's like that uh, priest on uh, Father Ted look you're doing it again yeah I know moving on for Sorry. fuck's sake um, maybe, maybe they like the sound of my voice better than the sound of your voice they probably voice. do but I don't care <laughs> we only have an hour so well, like this could be as long as we like can't they Oh, yeah, but I'd rather snip, get it into an hour. Anyway, <laughs> let's just, let, let me finish. Um, Anna Maisie. Hi, Anna. Thank you for the question. Hopefully, Andrew will answer it and not fucking talk shit. Fuck. This is week six. Yeah. You've only just kind of come to this conclusion. Yeah, but I don't mind it when you talk shit and it's, like, relevant. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, her question. She had a couple. Um, is our reality the consequence of chaos theory? Yeah, these are these are good questions. Harm doing us. Absolutely. Is our reality the consequence of chaos theory? If yeah. I okay, well again, try not to answer this one execrably. Ooh. <laughs> oh, you got to keep up with me this week, mate. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> you're proud of me. Yeah, but now I'm also kind of thinking, what have I created? <laughs> I created that monster. <laughs> now he's killing me. Right. Yeah. Um, to what extent is our reality the result of chaos theory? Was the question. I is think. our reality the consequence ah, of chaos okay. theory? Again, this depends on how well I understand chaos theory, and I suspect the answer to that is not very. Okay. I think the most user-friendly explanation of chaos theory I've ever seen is in series one. Episode three, I think, of Spaced. Okay. Do you ever see Spaced? Yes. And they watch the entire uh, original Star Wars trilogy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Simon Pegg points out that uh, the actions or the uh, the events of the entire trilogy 
could have been completely prevented from happening by the decision made by the gunner on the Star Destroyer at the start of the scene. Mm-hmm. If you recall. Slightly, yeah. It's been a while since I've watched Space. Uh, C-3PO and uh, R2-D2 escape in the escape pod with the plans for the Death Star. Mm-hmm. And the gunner on the Star Destroyer seizes it and he's about to shoot it. But then his commander says, wait, there are no life forms. They must have malfunctioned. If he'd shot it, mm. R2 and C-3PO would never have met Luke Skywalker. Ah. Luke Skywalker would not have got involved in the rebellion. The Death Star would not have been destroyed. It's a butterfly effect. Yeah, I mean, I think the two concepts are sort of linked, aren't they? But yeah. I think the, the general idea of chaos theory is that events, very, 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 very small scale level events can ultimately have repercussions beyond our ability to sort of anticipate or calculate them, basically. Yeah. So I think the name is something of a misnomer because chaos, in most people's minds, tends to imply that things are random and uncontrolled. And yeah. But I think what it really means in this case is it means that the causes and effects of things are so unimaginably vast and sort of almost on an infinitesimal scale that it's most things are beyond our ability to properly... This might be our most wordy episode ever. It might be. But I think the idea is that it means that there are many, 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 many things, if not anything, that is beyond our ability to properly predict or or predict or control or compute or or whatever, or properly extrapolate meaningful ideas about. So is our reality the consequence of uh, chaos theory? Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> I love it. You go through all that, and then that's... Yeah, why not? <laughs> great, great. This, this is the thing, though. I mean, like, if, if you've kind of dabbled with academia, even like just as an undergraduate or anything like that, you very, very quickly learn that the answer is... The answer is pretty much... Anything, any essay question, well, particularly if you did philosophy, is here's all the stuff. Mm. What's the answer? Don't know. <laughs> Brilliant. You get first. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Well, that was our last question. Well. So you know what time it is? Time for a wee. Oh, are you serious? Well, I can't help it. You make oh, this delicious non-pusillanimous tea. <laughs> oh. Hurry up. Glad all over. Oh, he's left me alone again. He's going to do this thing where he makes me sound like I'm on my own. Oh. I made him two teas this week. That was my error. Because he's just, again, left me to urinate. Oh, well. I hope you've enjoyed the past six episodes or five this is the sixth I hope you enjoy this uh, I haven't got anything to say while he's away I just want to I hope he I really hope he does pull out a good joke this week because last week I was it actually depressed me because it was what I was looking forward to all day and then it turned out to be shit so yeah fingers crossed eh fingers crossed <laughs> I think he's coming back He's gonna 
Maximum? Maybe not even that. Yeah. Well done. You pee fast. Um, yeah. all right. Aim to please. Time for Andrew's joke of the week. Oh, uh, mate. Joke of the decade. Oh, shit. Yeah? Yeah? yeah, yeah. yeah? yeah? I've got, uh, got one of my specials today. All right, good. Let's, let's fucking hear it, mate. So. Go on then. There was a bloke. There was a bloke. He knew a bloke. He knew a bloke. Was this an echo chamber? <laughs> All right, I'll shut up. Go on. Is there a parrot in it or what? Oh, well. There was a bloke who knew a bloke mm. who knew another bloke. Okay. That other bloke, once upon a time, went on a journey that changed his life. Okay. So he went on holiday. All right. As blokes do from time to time. Some blokes do go on holiday, yeah. Yeah. And um, as part of his holiday, he did a bit of sightseeing, you know, standard. Yeah. Where did he go? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't right. matter. Alright. Doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. But he went on holiday, did a bit of sightseeing. Mm hmm. And uh, he. Uh, one of the historical sites he visited was this extremely old monastery. Okay. And uh, he got there quite late in the day. There wasn't really... You know, most of the people had uh, cleared out on the way home. You know. Okay. I mean, even, even the few monks that had, had remained behind um, were sort of tidying up, you know, getting ready to lock up for the evening. All right, yeah. Going to the pub. Well, I don't think a monk's allowed to go down the pub. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. So, he was wandering around this monastery. And he thinks, well, this is pretty nice. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to leave now. Okay. <laughs> and as he's walking away, he goes past this corridor. It, he, it's long, very long. Mm. He can't, so long, he can't be sure where it stops at the other end. That's how long it is. Yeah, shit. And just as a very, 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 very faint echo down this long, almost impossibly long hallway, he hears the most beautiful, celestial, life-affirming sound he's ever experienced. Wow. Yeah. And he stops. And just as soon as he stops, the sound disappears. Okay. But that little fragment of sound was all it took. Hmm. And it changed his life forever. Fucking hell. So he finds the nearest monk. What did I just hear? He says to the monk. Yeah. And the monk said, you were walking past that long corridor, weren't you? He knows about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he says, yeah, how do you know? Oh, this always fucking happens, isn't it? Says the monk. <laughs> Probably not. But... He uh, <laughs> um, says, well, here's the thing. I'd love to tell you, but I can't. Okay. I can't tell you because you're not a monk. Oh, shit. And the guy, very disappointed, gets back to his hotel. He can't sleep. You know, he, yeah. he just keeps obsessing over this amazing celestial sound he's heard yeah. down this impossibly long corridor. And uh, he's about to get on his flight home 
after the end of the holiday and he's just about to get on the plane mm -hmm. and then he just makes a decision like that no I'm not going home no I'm going to stay here and I'm going to become a monk I've got to know what it was fair enough so he goes back to the monastery and tells them he, his decision mm. and they say okay well it's your life it's your decision you know um, so be it they have to start the monk training yeah so they train him so he uh, studies there for a long time takes his uh, monk exams this is great this joke and um, almost doesn't get through no, almost yeah. doesn't get through he uh, yeah. flubbed a question on his monk exams he uh, well shut up <laughs> He flubbed a question on his... Carry on. Yeah, yeah. He, he flubbed a question on the monk exams. Mm. And uh, basically, he couldn't remember the name of the guy that was serving the sandwiches at the Council of Nicaea or something like that. <laughs> which which may not seem important to us, but, you know, yeah. to those of a, uh, of, you know, who are into scriptures and theology and all the rest of it, very important. Mm. He called him... He accidentally wrote the word name Dennis. <laughs> Obviously, his name wasn't Dennis, was it? no. He probably wasn't serving sandwiches either. <laughs> okay. But um, whatever. And uh, so he had to send off to get his uh, exams remarked. He's thinking, oh God, I'll never find out now. Will I have blown it? That sound will haunt me all the way to my grave. Mm. But luckily... Scrapes through. Scrapes through. The, the person marking it thought, well, you know, it's not that big a deal. Mm. Doing the remark. So gets him through. Barely passes. You think, oh, thank God. So now he's free to find out. So he gets in. Yeah. And uh, they don't get him down there initially. They say, well, okay, we, now that you're, you're in, that's great. But we've got to, you know, obviously you're on a probation period, standard in the monk business. Oh, yeah. You know, and, uh, but, you know, be patient. We, tr you know, let us get to know each other. We build, build trust and uh, all everything you want to know will be revealed to you. Just be patient. And so, okay, that's fine. I'll wait as long as it takes. Do anything I need to. As long as I find out, I said you will. Good. <laughs> so, long years pass. Oh wow! And uh, one day, the chief monk comes up to him and says, "It's time." <gasps> yeah. Oh fuck! He's really, really, you know, overjoyed mm. at this. So, they hands him a set of keys. All right. Three keys. Okay. I'm excited. Uh, <laughs> says, take these keys, walk down that corridor. If you make it to the end, you'll find what you need to know, what you've been wanting to know all this time. God be with you. <clears throat> okay. So he takes the keys, he sets off. Yep. But there's no sound corridor is completely silent okay interesting and this makes him worry mm. if I'm if I, as, as the music stops forever am I too late so he quickens his pace he thinks I've got to get there in time mm -hmm. the corridor seems to grow longer oh man and longer this is a nightmare and longer and longer until he's been walking for what feel, down this corridor for what feels like years he doesn't know. He's lost track of how long it's been. <laughs> right. Until finally he gets to the first door. Right. Okay. He opens the key. Opens the key. Opens the door. Mm. With the key. Sorry. 
uses the first key to open the first door. Mm -hmm. Steps inside, and there's this bloody great monster. Oh shit! Oh, I know, right? It's got, uh, you know, it's got the tail of a of a of a dinosaur. And it's got 18 wheels and it, <laughs> it, bre it breathes fire and chainsaws. Okay. And it's like, and it's blocking the exit to the room on the other side of the entrance. Right. Luckily, advanced hand-to-hand -hand combat skills were covered in monk training. Yeah. So he puts him down, no problem. Defeats him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, passes into the next room. Yep. And goes into the next room. It's empty. Yeah. Nothing there. Except a piece of paper. Right. And written on it is the next room, the final room, will not open until you can disprove Fermat's last theorem. Is that the, the end? No. Okay. No. <laughs> you think? So. Never know your punchline. Well, uh, and uh, luckily for him, advanced mathematics was also covered in monk training. Okay. So it takes him a while, you know, um, but somehow he does it. You know, contrary to what all the most brilliant minds now think they know about mathematics. Mm-hmm. He's managed to trump them all. Okay. To finally find the source of that incredible sound. Right. <laughs> he finishes the paper to his. He finishes his solution on the paper. Mhm. Mm and as soon as he takes the quill away from the paper, the door opens. Wow. A brilliant white light shines through. Mhm. Mm and now he can hear that same sound. He heard all those years ago, but now at full volume. Okay. And it fills the room and shakes the rafters and shakes him to the core of his very being. And he's so unimaginably, unimaginably happy mm. that he just wants to dive straight into it and be absorbed by it and enveloped. Mm. So he goes through, he steps through, and he sees it. Yeah. What does he see? <laughs> I can't tell you, you're not a monk. Oh shit! <laughs> oh yes, that was much better. I'm glad you liked it. That was the longest joke I've ever heard in my life, let alone from what you've told on the podcast. Well, was... As I said, as I said to you earlier, you can improvise with that and make it as long or as short as you need it to be. <laughs> that was genius, mate. Oh uh, yeah, brilliant. It was a little, it was even a little bit creepy uh, yeah. having you <laughs> sitting there like telling me all that. Like, oh, deep. It's all, it's all in the way you tell it. Yeah, standard. All right, well, <laughs> that was amazing. All right, brilliant. Well, we should probably wrap it up. This has been our longest episode ever. Yeah. But also one of the best, I think. It's been a rip snorter. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> next week, uh, we've probably got one more before I go into hospital. Oh, yeah. So we'll do one more next week, and then if I can do one in the hospital, that'll be quite fun. If I'm allowed, we'll do that as well. But if not... we May must... or may not be doable. Yeah, we'll find out. But there'll be one more, definitely, next week. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, we hope you enjoyed the quiz. 
We hope you enjoyed Andrew's joke, our pointless stories again, and I hope all the questions were answered. Satisfactorily. Um, yes. So, Andrew, do you want to cue that music? Sure. Go for it, buddy. Oh, 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 oh,